you're looking to sell your home at realestateagentsitrust.com. Our goal is to ease the stress of home selling by helping you sell your home as quickly as possible at the best price possible. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and I want to thank you. In just the last few months, thousands of Blaze Radio listeners just like you have contacted our agents. So if you're thinking of selling your home or if you want help buying a home, go to realestateagentsitrust.com and let our individually selected agents earn your business. realestateagentsitrust.com I guess Donald Trump has finally put together a uh, television commercial. He hasn't had to run anything because, I mean, he's talked about nonstop all day long, every day. On every network. Why does he? Yeah. I mean, on the Internet, on Twitter, he dominates all media. And so why spend the money? Uh, But now he has. Uh, So here's his first TV ad. Good. From uh, the first one from Donald Trump. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. (laughs) The politicians can pretend it's something else, but Donald Trump calls it radical Islamic terrorism. That's why he's calling for a temporary shutdown of Muslims entering the United States until we can figure out what's going on. He'll quickly cut the head off ISIS and take their oil. And he'll stop illegal immigration by building a wall on our southern border that Mexico will pay for. We will make America great again. Okay, that's just as stupid as everything he ever he does. absolutely wrote that himself. He it's did. It's so stupid. It's just uh, it's pulled from every speech he's ever given. But, I mean, it was like, what was the, what was the wording of the... Of the uh, until we figure it out. Until, until we figure... Until, until he'll stop until immigration. figure out what's going on. Figure out what's going on. <laughs> well, what's going on is uh, we're allowing terrorists to come in. What do you mean? We already know what's, what's going, going on. on. Until we figure oh, out geez. what's going on. <laughs> I don't know if we're supposed to. All right, so, uh, I don't know. Uh, that's, that's a it's bizarre It's frustrating because, look, no matter what we say about Donald Trump, nope. no matter what fact you give, uh, no matter what, uh, what past audio you show or video you show, no matter what you say or do or prove or fact you present, doesn't matter to a Trump supporter. Doesn't matter. So it's kind of stupid to talk about because it is interesting that he's running some ads now, trying to, I guess, turn into like a more normal candidate. But that was not a normal ad. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't anything horrible. It just no. had his worst. It's just, it's his. It had his no. touch to it. And he will build a, a wall that Mexico, Mexico will, will pay for. for. Um, will they? Did they say they would? No. No. In fact, they said absolutely not. We're not paying for your stupid wall. Well, how are you going to do it then? Um, uh, it's called management. <laughs> it's yeah. called We Have a Country. Okay. It's called We Have a Country. It's called We Have a Country. <laughs> I want the voice guy to be saying all of his ridiculous <laughs> yeah, lines. That. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. All right. Meanwhile, the Republican presidential candidate's long-awaited and hotly anticipated first ad was uh, shared exclusively with The Post, set to launch today as part of a series that will air in the final month before the caucuses in Iowa. Uh, Trump has vowed to spend at least $2 million a week on ads, an amount that will be amplified by the countless times that are likely to be played on cable news, and like we just did for him right there. Uh, in an interview on Sunday with The Post, Trump said he has six to eight ads in production. This was a major buy. It's going to go on for months. Uh, he said he hopes the spots impress upon undecided voters that the country has become a dumping ground. The world is laughing at us at our stupidity, he said. It's got to stop. We've got to get smart fast or else we won't have a country. It's called... We have a country. We have it's, a country. Called, it's called management. We have a country. It's called management. Heard of it? It's, it's called, called management. Uh, the ad uh, you just saw. In a statement on Monday, uh, the Trump campaign said it, it's uh, allocated $1.1 $1. 1 for Iowa and about a million for New Hampshire, too. So there you go. 
Trump supporters are Democrats, according to an analysis of his support among demographic groups. That's interesting. Hmm. Biggest base of support is among registered Democrats. Shocking. According to the New York Times. He's strongest among uh, Republicans who are less fluent, less educated, and less likely to turn out to vote. His very best voters are self-identified Republicans who nonetheless registered as Democrats. It's a coalition that's concentrated in the (laughs) South, Appalachia, and the Industrial North, according to data uh, by some firm. Trump's huge advantage among these groups poses a challenge for his campaign because they may not have the turnout operation necessary to mobilize the irregular voters. That's kind of interesting. It's kind of what you've been speculating is that, you know, maybe some of these were people who weren't going to vote and yeah. this is all going to change. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because he's he's passed some of the um, uh, sort of tests polling wise. Like, you know, he, you know, I he said, did not go away by Christmas, by Christmas, which was when I said he would be gone. Yeah. You know, basically gone. And, and he's not. He's, he's still leading in, you know, one of the two early states. Yeah. Um, he's done that. He's he's passed sort of that 25 percent threshold nationally where he was for a while. And people mm-hmm. say, well, I need to say it's 35, 40 percent. Well, he's, he's not quite at 40, but he's hovering around that mid 30s area, which is pretty good in a, in a wide yeah. field. Yep. Um, you know, there are some arguments for his candidacy. You know, he's still not performing as well. And, you know, obviously, Iowa is, is a big problem for him. I mean, it, if he loses Iowa, it's going to be interesting to see how he deals with that, because they're saying people who uh, Trump and, and insiders around Trump are starting to come around to the, the possibility they might actually lose Iowa. And they're not, you know, his whole candidacy is built on I win every time. I mean, right. How many times has he said it? And we'll get sick or tired of winning if you elect me. Mm-hmm. Well, when he loses, the first thing that he gets, the first election, if he loses, uh, that could be very difficult uh, for, for them. For, you know, because it's, it's sort of a house of cards in that theory. Whether that happens or not, who knows? But the likely voters um, is, is a big issue. The only person I've ever seen actually uh, upend that uh, analysis um, when it comes to the likely voters thing um, and taking irregular voters and getting them out of the polls was Barack Obama. He's the only one I've ever seen do it. Um, because they yeah. were promising at the time, well, they're going to get all these 12-year-olds to come out and vote because they love Barack Obama. And, that's, and they say that every time with every Democrat. It's always going to be the 18-year-olds that come out and win. So it's going to be people who never voted before. They're going to vote mm-hmm. for the first time. He did it. He's the only one who's done it. And he really only did it once. The second time, he didn't really do it as much, which is why the margins were much closer in that second election. Um, But that first 2008 election, he was actually able to get people that excited. I remember walking through the streets of New York City that night as I was walking from our studios uh, to the place I was staying uh, after all the coverage was over, and we stayed up really late that night. I mean, it was, you know, 2 or 3 in the morning. We're walking around New York City, and people were jubilant in the streets. Yeah. Like walking around as if their team just won a championship. Well, we heard it from Lawrence here uh, from the Dana Show. I mean, yeah. he was part of that as a as yeah. a young team, 18, 19 mm-hmm. year old. And then by the second election, it was like, uh, no, uh, no. Yeah, yeah. But fortunately, not enough of his fellow, you know, young people have come around to, uh, like Lawrence did. That's Lawrence true. actually has a brain, and <laughs> so he true. understood. Wait, I did the wrong right. thing here last time. Said. I'm not going to do that this time. <laughs> mm-hmm. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. 
But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on wash and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now.